0: Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people. And for Haley, it's the Durrawal people.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Cass. I'm Haley. And this is Drag Me Out.
0: News music. (laughs) This is CNN.
1: (laughs) This is drag me out.
0: What'd you do this week?
1: This week was office time. I had my usual Friday off, but I didn't do anything. Didn't want to do anything.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Wasn't feeling great. I'm still not really good with the stomach and food and everything this week. What about you?
0: a really hectic week this week Uh, I kept getting called into work like physically into work so I'm now re-qualified first shift back tomorrow Um, and then obviously I had to get uh, everything ready for Friday night last night because it was by everything by food by cups plates serviettes Anal beads, whatever you wanted to bring.
1: (laughs) BYO clothing, BYO
0: person. Yeah, and BYO everything. So I had to organise all the food with the table and drinky poos and eskies and, you know, all that kind of crap. Um, And then I helped them set up on the Friday. I put the dance floor together. That thing was, it was like like a puzzle person's dream, but also a nightmare because they all look the same, but they all had different clips. Some of it wasn't even clipped in. Like I just kind of just... Popped it on top because I couldn't find the right pieces and I wasn't fighting with it, so I was taking no, no li- lo- legal liability for anyone falling yeah. over.
1: Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll just put it here. The weight of the people will actually click it into place.
0: It's yeah, fine. me I- and my friend set that up, and that was interesting. And then came home, got ready. And that's pretty much all I did this week was just planning Friday night and I called the babysitter at six o'clock going, Where are you? And she's like, Oh, am I babysitting for you? I'm like, Really? Okay. Do you have the receipts? Oh yeah. Like I've got two messages for her confirming. And so my husband dropped me down and I like got everything ready and then he went back and with the babysitter. So it all worked out. She was only ten minutes away anyway. Um, and she's like, oh, sorry, like I normally put in my calendar and I just didn't fix it. And I was like, eh, it all worked out. Lucky I Good, called on, her. You
1: Fer- Good on you, Veronica. I'm yeah. assuming that's the babysitter's name. Veronica sounds like mm-hmm. a babysitter's name.
0: And she's just saved on my phone as the babysitter. and no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Shout
1: out to all the Veronicas of the world.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much my week. Mm-hmm. So uh,
1: food-wise, what's happening?
0: So Anything new? No, I've just been having, I got scotch fillets and I cut them up and I've just been having that with wash your sister sauce.
1: Wash your sister?
0: Wash your sister. (laughs) Um, Sprinkle a little bit of light on that and wash your sister and it's all good, tasty. Some some, some gulso. And then, of course, last night I had some drinky poos. So that was the first drinky poos that I've had in Seven or eight months. I'm not a drinker uh-huh. generally. um I used to be because you know, woo, yeah. Yeah. yeah, drinking gets the boys. So, I um, that's, that's where I went wrong. Yeah, that's where you went wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. had I didn't start drinking at Saturday night because I didn't know if it was going to hit me really hard. So I sort of had, and they're only. There are the only 1.2 standard drinks in there. Soda water and seltzer or so. I don't know. I don't know what, like, just, so keeping hydrated whilst getting dehydrated. So it kind of levels out. Um. So I made sure I ate first. I had a couple. It's like of having in. a, it's like having a diet Coke with a burger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you go to McDonald's and you go, can I have the family dinner pack with diet Coke? Diet things. Coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I kind of had a couple of pieces of sushi, made sure I was, you know, had a full stomach, and then I waited the twenty to thirty minutes till I had something to drink, and then first one went down okay. Mm-hmm. Second one, I was on everybody's level real quick. Everybody was already pre-drink. <laughs> I like you. I, love I you don't so even much. know you, but I love you. Uh, you're, you, know,
1: you're 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 great key. If, if me and the husband, like, she happens
0: to die, can you look after my children? <laughs> I was just on the, like, I was dressed in 80s gear. I had the full, like, neon tights and my joggers, and I was like, yep, jazzercise mood, yep, running around. Mitchell's like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, I'm mingling. And then <laughs> I had, like, I I finished off the third one real quick. And then I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure I bought four. So i go grab the other one. And then I'm just having a dance on the dance floor. You know, a little bit of, what else? Oh, there was all old school. You know, everyone's relatively older. So it was all old school ones. And then my mum, the fun sucker police she is. <laughs> if I, I give that...
1: you a straw, will you suck up all the fun?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I go to... The DJ, I hear the DJ go, Oh, we got 10 minutes left. So, you know, a couple songs or whatever. And I see the next because he had the DJ panel up on a screen behind him. And I see next to Grease Mix. And then I got Fun Sucker going, Oh, we need to go. The babysitter's only got 20 minutes left. And I'm like, Excuse me, I'm paying the babysitter. I know how long she's got. She's got 10 minutes. And then I got the shits leaving like a brat, like a tent. I had like a tantrum. I'm like, nah, fuck it. I'm leaving. Fuck it. Shut up. And so I was in the car park <laughs> and she's like, we had to go. I'm like, shut your fucking mouth. That's
1: Quit the downside. That's the downside of alcohol abuse, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> Well, There's the high, there was the down. Yep.
0: I don't think it's to the say they sucked the fun out of the room. I was like, I just wanted to dance to grease and you made me miss grease and I can hear it from outside. And I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> grease is not the word in your car, apparently. <laughs> no, it was very cranky. <laughs> And I got into bed and I oh I always drink horrible like I always sleep horrible when I drink like I I never I'm never a good like some people yeah some people just pass out and that's them for the next ten hours I just wake up constantly yeah and I don't have a hangover as such I just wake up and I'm tired because you know we went to bed at eleven I was up at five thirty six o'clock so and I was up and down all night and then you you know you do your AGB and then you're all good yeah it's
1: great it's great well done you. So you didn't eat anything new food-wise? No. Not. No?
0: And how's about you? Um, I'm still having
1: um, uh, stomach issues. Mm. Um, I don't know if they're self-imposed or not, but, but the story I'm about to tell you is probably not going to help. <laughs> uh, I finally, I had a day or two where my stomach was doing really, really well and I was in the office Oh, actually there's quite a few places I can go to for lunch, but they're quite a way away. You know, I just don't feel like walking and blah, blah, blah. So I usually hover around the same four or five places. And there's a there's a cafe immediately out front of our office building. And they have they've got good food. Don't get me wrong, they do, <laughs> but I don't know what possessed me, but I saw American cheeseburger on the menu. So I asked for it without lettuce or pickles.
0: <laughs>
1: and I I knew I, I knew I wasn't going to eat it all.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: already knew this. I had pre-planned it, spoke to one of the girls in my office um, who came with me, and I said to her, I said, don't get a big lunch. And she goes, why? And I went, because you're probably going to be eating half of this. <laughs> and she was like, okay. I ordered the burger, and I said to the kid, I said, uh, can you cut it in half (laughs) and he's like okay and I'm like I'm aware that I'm not five years old but can you just cut it in half for me and he goes Mm -hmm. okay so we get into the office and like the meat patty itself was about an inch inch and (sighs) a bit thick right and it had the cheese the American cheese on it and it was melted but like I actually I used to do this anyway, but I I, I tried it this. Time. I squeezed the burger to see how much oil, as opposed to meat juice, mm-hmm. was coming out. And I I bit into it, and it was heaven. It was so good. And the girl from my work who was with me, she goes, "I'm probably not going to see the other half of that burger." And I went, "You probably are going to see the other half of it because I'm not going to be able to eat the, all of like this half." but you could very well be seeing what I've just eaten as well. Mm. And she was like, well, it's it's not doing too good, but fuck it. I'm going in for a second bite. If if this is how God is going to take me, (laughs) burger it is. But then, so the burger was on a brioche bun, which was an automatic stopper. Like I got, I would say two and a half bites. And my body was going, no, too much fat. And mm. I didn't realize when I was squeezing the bun that it was a brioche bun, which is oh, just okay. full of butter.
0: Yeah. It's just full of butter. I was going to say they're fatty and they, don't they have sugar in them too? Like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I wasn't thinking because like a lot of burger places do it in like the potato bun now, but here comes the chaser. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention, obviously, when I was squeezing the burger It had onion rings on it. They
0: were greasy. Yeah. The whole burger just sounds greasy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it wasn't when I squeezed it. It was meat juice, I swear. (laughs) I recognize the difference between grease and meat juice. We have to call it something else. I don't like meat juice. Anyway, I ate the equivalent of, I would say, two-thirds of that half Mm -hmm. of the burger. and. My stomach's been feeling dodgy ever since.
0: Yeah, maybe that's a little self-inflicted.
1: It was self-inflicted. However, you don't know unless you try. I've had a McDonald's cheeseburger, which was actually not greasy. And, you know, when we went to Melbourne at the airport mm-hmm. and I was okay with that, but I think maybe it was the size. I, I, to be quite honest with you, I think the, the meat patty on this American burger the other day was probably the size of the entire cheeseburger from Marcus. So I didn't get the triple cheeseburger that I've been craving. I got two thirds of a half of an American cheeseburger from the local cafe in the suburb that I work in. Mm. And that was pretty much me done. Like I just, I went, "Mm, I should probably start eating. Like it wasn't bad. Like it wasn't overly bad because I didn't eat the whole burger.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's finding that. Fine line, which I'm starting to now, where because yesterday I, I made my steak and washi scissors sauce, and I there was like two, two more bites left, and I was like, you know what, I think I'm done. Yeah, I was like, there no, there's I, only two more bites, and I'm like, no, I'm done. Yeah,
1: see, and I, I think I want to earlier episodes. I talked about this when your body says to you, that's it, mm. and you're looking down at the plate, going, there's only two more bites left. And your body's going, no, 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 no. I'm telling you that's it. Mm. And your your stubbornness is going, nah, there's only two bites left. Fuck it. I'm gonna do it. Guarantee you're seeing the entire meal within 30 seconds of finishing that last of the two bites left. Yeah. Guarantee. Because your body's it's creating its own um stopping system by saying yeah. like your body, it indicates to you you're done. Yeah. Because I found I've, I, I feel that I have strayed. Yeah. Not a lot, but I've, I've strayed enough. And um, funnily enough, and you can keep this in the recording if you want. <laughs> I, was watching, mm. I was watching on Netflix yesterday this two-part docuseries about this female bodybuilder who killed her husband. Mm. Yes. But the whole time I'm watching it, I'm going,
0: hmm, I should probably
1: eat healthier and look after <laughs> myself. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't want to be as like big and bulky as her but gee she looks fit Even, I, want, I should probably look after myself screw the fact that she killed her husband <laughs> shot him twice shot him the first time went back into the bedroom grabbed another bullet came back out cocked the shotgun and shot him again but um yeah <laughs> Physical, it's, it's uh, uh, aerobic goals. <laughs> right. What's All best right.
0: your pancreas this week?
1: Okay. All right. I had about 13 different things to choose from, mm-hmm. but I'm going with the public service one. Okay. Okay. People who wear backpacks in fucking public, whether it be on a train or pub- public transport or whatever it is, okay? If you've got a backpack on your back, even if it's not very full and it's just got a laptop top in it, you can guarantee you have an th- extra three inches on your back from what you would normally have, mm-hmm. right? So if the backpack is fully laden, you've got possibly an extra 12 or 13 inches on your back,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? Which is quite a bit, correct?
0: Yes. mine's would be around that.
1: Right. So if you're walking around in public with it, can you please pay attention to whoever is around you or behind you before you decide that you want to do a complete 180, turn around and hit me in the fucking side of the head?
0: (laughs) Wait, how tall was this person? (laughs)
1: Not so quite tall, <laughs> but it wasn't even, it wasn't even that. It was more the fact that I, I I also had my head down doing something. I wasn't looking at my phone. Okay. No, 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 no. I was looking down. I think I was getting something out of my pocket and you know, when you go to get yeah. it you can't quite it and you, you, you can't see in your pocket, but you decide to look down. <laughs> so I was doing that. And I got clocked on the side of the head by this backpack. <laughs> okay. So I'm five, five, right? So if I've got my head down doing something and old six foot three mate decides to do a swing around with the backpack, I'm going to get clocked, especially if it's fully And that is, And it depends on where the person has it on their shoulders too. Mm-hmm. This guy was an actual, like not legit backpacker, but like had probably goes running with the backpack on there for extra weight so he can build himself up. Um, he was hot, He had it quite high on his back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So I was getting clocked. I was getting hit in the face. It didn't matter. Okay. So (laughs) here's my issue. Okay. You have extra volume to your body. Can you please be careful when you're fucking turning around with a backpack on? Like I wear a backpack. I put my laptop and all of that in it, low backpacker. But if I have to walk through a group of people or I'm on a which is very rare, a train and a bus or a bus or whatever it is, I take the backpack off, especially, you know, and I hold on to the little loop thing while I'm walking through because I don't want to hit anybody with my
0: backpack. So because I have a backpack for work, it's just easier to carry everything. And I'm not one Same. of those losers who has a trolley bag. And I just can't bring myself to do What's that the yet.
1: deal with that? No. no, no. Here's – okay, you've really burst my fucking pancreas because <laughs> I've seen some people – with them, and they look like they're the little fucking pilots walking through the airport with their yeah. little backpacks. What the fuck is rock? What? Is, what, is, what is Knob? No. But anyway, I digress. We digress. So backpacker fucking people who are not just from Scandinavian nations and the UK. Okay. Just regular, average, run of the mill, Johnny come lately, backpack type people in a normal society. Can you please think about poor innocent people like me who just happen to be walking along the street, minding their own business, before you decide to swing your fully laden backpack around. Those things aren't light either. You're looking at about 10 to 15 kilos fully laden, right? So imagine what happens if somebody decides that they're going to take a 10 to 15 kilo dumbbell and hit you in the head with it. It's not pleasant it fucking hurt you know what i don't even think he realized he did it (laughs) right because this is what happened i had my head down trying to get the thing i was getting something out of my pocket i remember had my head down trying to get whatever it was out of my pocket blah 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 and then it was just like boom straight in their head and i and i kind of did one of the like one of those shaky like what just happened type thing and i don't think the guy realized or maybe he doesn't care enough and hits more people than he probably thinks he does and just thinks that that's a normal part of the day and maybe it's the contents of the bag moving or something. But no, it was this mug getting hit by backpacking fucking fuckwit who doesn't give two shit and a lot of people do it. And also offenders of that are not only backpackers but those people who have like the bag, not the – Satchel bag people are fine, Right but the ones who like to put it on their shoulder, like pe- women who have handbags, but they're the size of like a fucking suitcase, right? <laughs> with all of their shit. And then they swing around and then you get fucking clocked with that as well. Maybe not in the face, but you still get clocked with it. Why? Because people are not spatially aware of everything around them. And I fucking hate it. And I am courteous enough, obviously not to wear a handbag, but I am courteous, courteous enough To actually think about my fellow human beings when I am wearing my backpack through a not overly crowded street in the northern suburbs of Sydney. I take my backpack off if I'm walking through a crowd of people because I don't want to hit anybody with my backpack, right? Sometimes, if it's a bit too heavy and I'm going to walk through people, I turn it around. And put it in my front. Mm-hmm. Right. But did old six foot three fuckwit with the backpack think of anything like that? No. His name's probably Lars, and he probably comes from Sweden. <laughs> or whatever it is. But I was not happy. I was one was not amused at all. <laughs> all right. About the fact that this face. Copped it from a backpack, and it wasn't even a good backpack. It was like one of those shitty ones that you buy from like like twenty five dollars or whatever it was. It was a shitty because I looked.
0: So I'd get all like shazza. I'd be like, "You right, mate?" <laughs>
1: well, I was too busy trying to like stop my brain from rattling around in my head from the air. I was like, I was completely like totally flawed by the whole thing. Not like literally flawed, but I was just like, "What?" <laughs> it just fucking hit me in the head. It was just stupid. Anyway, (laughs) public service announcement, backpack awareness. Please be more aware of the people around you before you start throwing the weight of your backpack around. It's like the people who, when they go to put the backpack on and instead of like sliding their arms in and then lifting it onto their shoulders, they fling it around so the other one will catch, so they can catch the other loop.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's the same principle. You're still slinging that shit around, and poor old Cass is just walking down the street, minding her own business, and fucking cops it. Now,
0: what I do find funny is when people with backpacks and they're a little bit wider than the aisles say on a train or a bus, mm-hmm. and they'll hit, they'll hit an aisle, and then they're yep. kind of zigzag hitting the aisle as they make their way down like they can't it's like a, they can't stop. It, it, it's reba- it's it's rebound <laughs> it's
1: rebound it, it hits it hits and goes going 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 like this and you're like trying to stop it and it's just going boom airplanes are the worst for it
0: mm, they are yeah yeah
1: my pancreas <laughs> my pancreas was hurting along with my head after <laughs> that <laughs>
0: You and pram, prams and backpacks. I know. Your friend. I know.
1: I know. Why? Why I'm not more scarred? I have no idea. But six foot three, dude. Fuck you,
0: <laughs> Lars. Fuck you, Lars.
1: Fuck you, fuck you, Lars. Go back to find Inga. Go back to fucking Sweden and go and live, deliver some abba babies. I don't know. Just fuck off. What's What's happening with your pancreas?
0: <laughs> well, I had I had one, and then something happened yesterday that I was like, oh. Okay. And I can't be the only one that's annoyed by this, especially if you are calling a company or you're trying to get something fixed and you get someone and you can't understand a single fucking word they say and they have to give you instructions or they have to. Anyway, so I called up and I ordered sushi. I've never ordered sushi from this place before. I won't out them. And I've never ordered sushi from this place before. I had the menu in front of me because my mum works a couple of doors down. I said, can you get the menu for me? Because I want to order for the trivia night for food. Mm-hmm. So I called it like, I think it was like 12.30, one o'clock. And I said to the lady, I said, look, this is what I want. This is what I want. I, I must have tried to order rice paper rolls three times. And she had no idea what I'm saying. She had to pass me to another person that works there. And I'm trying to say, I need three servings of this, two servings of this and two servings of this. I think it was like a hundred bucks worth of sushi. And she goes, and I said, to, can I pay over the phone? No, we don't do that. I'm like, okay, right, whatever. They didn't take my name. And I sent my mum over to go pick it up for me. Cause she was just going to put it in the work fridge. And they told her that the order wasn't there. She's got an order for Hayley and they go, no, nope, the order's not here. Then I go, A phone call from my mum saying that the order's not there. So I'm like, okay. So I called them again. I said, is my order there? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's here, it's here, it's here. And I'm like, I sent my mum over to get it and you told her that it wasn't ready. So I sent Jude over again. And she said to the lady, can you please put it in the fridge? I'll come back and pick it up later. And so, okay. A couple hours passed. I think it was about 3.30 at this point and i get a phone call from the sushi place and he's like are you going to come pick up your sushi i was like what what do you mean like i already thought my mom picked it picks it up already and he's like no 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 it's still sitting here and i'm like so you're telling me is it in the fridge he goes no i go so how long has it been sitting out he goes oh about 3 hours and i'm like okay i don't i don't want that like that that sounds like food poisoning to me Yeah. So he's like, do you want to cancel or do you want to reorder and we'll make it fresh? And I'm like, "Mm, trust that you're going to make it fresh. I feel like you're just going to give me the sushi. So anyway, so I said, you know what? Cancel order. Like this, this is just ridiculous now. I was just going to order pizza. And I called Jude and I said, I called my mum and I said, don't worry about it. And she's like, no, I'll go over there right now. So she walks down there. She calls me. She goes, I made them reorder it. And I'm like, are they the dumbest people on earth? She goes, they are so dumb. Like, this is why we don't order from there because they just can't comprehend the orders. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I I don't know. So the sushi was okay. Wasn't the best sushi I had. Wasn't the worst sushi I had. Mm. But I don't think I will ever order. If If you don't understand what I'm saying, when I say to you over the phone, can I get two servings of rice paper rolls, the beef ones?
1: You probably shouldn't be answering the phone.
0: You probably shouldn't be answering the phone and I should be allowed to order online. Yes. Which I would have done if I could have done that. Um, so I won't be dealing with them again. I will have to find another sushi place, but just how can you provide customer service if you can't speak to us? I don't think I have a hard accent. I even slowed down. I didn't go louder because she's not deaf, but I slowed down, and it was still. Uh, uh I don't. I don't know what you want. I'm like, I want sushi. God damn it!
1: Like, but surely they would know their menu enough to be able to exactly. understand what your
0: order is. Exactly. I don't. Yeah.
1: I could oh, not oh, understand. Rice paper rolls. Oh, good. We actually
0: have those here. Yeah. Which ones do you want? I the beef. The beef. Like I must have said it about six times, and she had to hand me off to someone else. I'm like, I, don't, I don't think I speak in a strange accent. I might, well, you know, other people might think so, but I don't. I'm not, you know, full Australian bogan. When I, you know, don't want to get. Fish, oh,
1: can can you get me uh, some sushi <laughs> and some?
0: Gotta get some sushi.
1: can I have some of that raw fish dish? <laughs> um, and can I have um. <clears throat> You know, the spring rolls that you don't cook. Can I have some of those, please, mate? Can mm-hmm.
0: I? What's that? Eat, um, Eater Amy's. Can I get the eat yeah. Amy's?
1: Yeah, can I, please. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, can I also have, um, uh, you know, cause, cause, you know, all Asian places are the same. Can I have some fried rice?
0: <laughs> and
1: it's well, not well, like. You, mean you don't have fried rice. <laughs> All Asian countries have fried rice. Fucking.
0: I'm just, I'm more annoyed that, you know what? She should have probably not been answering the phone.
1: Probably not, (laughs) no.
0: Maybe just stick to cooking. They made it fresh because my mum went in there and she asked the lady to put it in the fridge and apparently she didn't understand that either. And then when she went back in to go, where's the order? And he's and the guy's like, actually, I heard you tell her to put it in the fridge. So they didn't put it in the fridge. And I'm like, I'm not risking salmonella. Sorry.
1: Oh, it was chicken, was it? I thought, yeah, it was it was, I thought you were going to say it was
0: salmon sushi. <laughs> I'm not, having, not risking salmonella. No. <laughs> chicken. Yeah, that's what's yeah. bursting my pancreas is when I can't understand you and I have to give you instructions or you have to give me instructions. Mm-hmm. Ch- I just... Re-
1: I just realised what's coming up next,
0: <laughs> which have to be honest, <laughs> I plan to watch it. I did watch it, but uh-huh. I literally finished it twenty minutes prior to us filming uh-huh. uh, because I just didn't. I just get I just got caught up this week, and but yeah.
1: did you you watch it?
0: No, did watch it.
1: Okay. So this week, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: I could, I could tell, I could just tell by the look on your face. Okay,
1: oh, you? yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this week, I got you to watch <laughs> the nineteen eighty something classic. Nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty
0: nine. I was nineteen eighty nine. I was, I was close in my
1: head. I thought 87. Mm-hmm. Anyway, nineteen eighty nine old classic.
0: I don't know how it's a cult classic, but okay. It actually
1: is. It actually is. Trust and believe.
0: <laughs> I gave you Trip Beverly Hills with Shelley Long.
1: So, Haley, yes. <laughs> tell me, what you think?
0: All right. So, obviously, the great Shelley Long, that is Carol Brady, also in Cheers as Diane. Mm-hmm. I'll start with the premise of the movie. Please. It's very short. Premise of the movie, Beverly Hills trophy wife getting a divorce and she volunteers to be a Girl Scout leader for Troop Beverly Hills, which her daughter's in. Hilarity ensues. She's she's more of a glamper than a camper, I feel. She takes them into the wilderness and it rains once and they're like, ah, let's go to a hotel. So they go to a hotel and then the, the villain of the story, which is the Nazi troop leader, tries to destroy her and they, Then one of the leaders comes in undercover and snitches on her and Mrs. Neffler, which is uh, Shelley Long's character, teaches the kids different patches, such as jewellery appraisal and shopping appreciation, Um, you know, much more better life skills. And, you know, the, the typical, the villain tries to destroy her. You know, they do the final wilderness adventure and they obviously win it. Yay for Beverly Hills Troop. What I did like is Shelly Morrison. Yep. Yep. You'll be pleasantly surprised. (laughs) Shelly Morrison, who plays Rosario in Will and Grace, also plays She's also in The
1: Flying Nun.
0: So, never seen that. So. It's fine. I feel in different times. So I feel in the 1980 movie, 1989 movie, they were being stereotypical as the Mm. Mexican, Latino. I'm not sure what nationality she is um as the maid but then in will and grace it's a little bit satirical as opposed Mm to making yeah stereotyping because they did that in that where you know they would have mexican gardeners or um mexican help or like they they really put them into those characters the great craig t nelson which played Mm -hmm. the dad also in blades of glory as the coach Obviously, it's a feel-good movie and everyone gets what they want in the end, like you're getting back with her husband, the daughter being happy, one of the troops members' dad's getting a job. She gets troop leader of the year and her husband realises that his waves. It's up there with Parent Trap, that, that sort of feel-good. Yeah. Yeah. And I love Parent Trap, so I give this three, three toasts. I like really? it. Really? Yeah. Really? I oh, thought you were going to hate me. I honestly nothing. thought any friendship that we have is over. <laughs> No, I, I like these kind of movies. It wasn't too silly, silly. It wasn't – I don't really remember any sort of, like, iconic lines from it. I didn't write any down. Like, I didn't – No one ever really does, but
1: my fav- one of my favourite lines is when she's filling out the application to be troop leader and it's got <laughs> marital status and she writes sh- shaky. Shaky,
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do like those ones. But, yeah, there's nothing <laughs> – you know, sort of noteworthy. I liked the cast. There was, you know, uh, I think Tori Spelling was one of the little yeah. girls. Yeah. They were really young. So I didn't, didn't hate it.
1: That's I, I'm quite surprised. I actually thought that you were going to hate my guts after
0: No, then. That's that's more my gist of movies. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, d- d- there you go. I threw, threw in a good one for you. Yep. Now, yeah.
0: Did you learn anything new? About? I don't know, some sex positions you and Lucretia are <laughs> going to try out? <laughs> no. <laughs> Take some notes, did you? No. 50 shades. Keep in 50 mind. Shades of grey. If he was ugly, it would be abuse. Go on. <laughs>
1: if <laughs> she was ugly it'd be abused too uh, okay the cult premise
0: classic of, this- of the housewives of america
1: 30s 40s 50s and 60s women what year old women what is wrong with you <laughs> fucking reading the book and making it into a movie what is wrong anyway, premise of the movie is she's like 21
0: yeah she's really young
1: She's really young. Mind you, he's only 27, so it's not that bad like age-wise. If she if if, if he was 47, I would have a huge problem. Mm-hmm. If he was like 37 or 47, I'd be like this ain't right. Screaming? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, she ends up having to she's into literature and journalism and writing and all of that stuff, and he is a 27-year-old billionaire in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Whatever. She goes to interview him because she's helping out a friend who can't go for some reason. That was when I still had the phone in front of me and then it was after that where I was like, oh, I better put the phone down. She interviews him. There's chemistry in the air, sexual tension. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So he kind of, he thinks his shit don't stink, like whether it's in business or in life. Like he thinks he's like, he's the king shit.
0: But I feel like everything. he doesn't poop.
1: No, and if he does, his housekeeper wipes his ass for him. Like, it's one of those things, right? Or he gets colonics and has a lot of Metamucil, so it just goes straight out and he doesn't need toilet paper. Yep. One of those
0: things. Ghost poops, yep.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So he starts pursuing her a little bit, not too much. She can't stop thinking about him because he's so dreamy and so rich and all of this other stuff. They... Meet for coffee or something. They have a little kissy poo in the elevator. Or it just before the elevator? Around the time of the elevator? No, I think
0: they were in the elevator, I think. Right. All, all okay. Elevators know.
1: feature her very prominently, mm. right? So then what happens is they're like, he's still pursuing her and she's like, "Oh, he, yeah, all right. Yeah, because like, <laughs> you know. Oh, so they kiss in the street. And she says to him, he says to her, I'm no good for you. You better run while you can. Right? And blah, 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 blah. So she's like, no. And then he to apologize to her, he buys her some first edition old smelly books. And then she gets drunk and, you know, says, Why did you send me those books for? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm trying to apologize to you and everything. So then what happens is they kind of like, are we going to do it? Are we not going to do this? Like, are we going to get it on? Like, let's get it on, Toby. And then he says to her something about, oh, you need to sign an NDA and you'll need to sign a contract. Mm -hmm. And she's like, whatever do you mean, Kristen (laughs) Grey? And (laughs) so you find out that this guy is a freakazoid. a bad way because everybody you know we don't kink shame we don't kink shame it's just that he's a freakazoid Mm. when it comes to boudoir activities basically says to her like you know i want you to be my slave my sex slave but i'll give you everything that you want this is who i am deal with it so she goes oh yeah, let me think about it. Uh, Send me the contract and I'll read it over and I'll do all of this other stuff and blah, 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 blah and everything. And he's like, he goes, so here's a taste of the menu to kind of help you over the line to sign the contract, right? And he starts doing the rooty-noody stuff with her and she turns around and she goes, cherry's not popped. I'm a big old V, (laughs) right? Not only am I Virgin Airlines, but I am a virgin person. So he goes, let me handle that for you. Right. Gives her exactly 30 seconds of foreplay and then goes banging on the cherry.
0: Mm.
1: Right. Pops the pip straight out. Okay. So it does all that. And he's like, you know, tasted the goods. What do you think? Gonna sign the contract. And she's like, oh, no. I need to look at the contract and like we need to negotiate and all of this other stuff. But here's the thing, right? He says to her, I'm a freaky pinkazoid 27 year old white male who could probably buy and sell everybody. And this is who I am. And her first thought, I can change him. I can change him. I can manipulate him to be normal quote unquote normal. Just do it regular style in the bed. And he's like, I'm not going to sleep with you in the bed. I'll feed you. You get your own room. I'll buy you stuff. But romance and shit, not going to happen. And then what he does is he fucking romances her. He takes her on helicopter rides at night and all of this other stuff. And like she's like, oh, I can change him because he's doing romantic stuff and all of this other stuff. So then she's like, she does the negotiations in the, like she treats it like a business deal. It doesn't negotiate. She doesn't actually sign the contract, I don't think. Maybe she does. Anyway, so he takes her into the playroom, quote unquote playroom, this red velvet, his little velvet lined fucking den of pinky shit, right? (laughs) Takes her in there. And, like, he's like, now what you need to do is you need to get on your knees and say, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full, sir, and I'm going to punish you, but you're really going to like it and you're going to want more and blah, 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 and all of this other stuff. And then he kind of, like, and she goes, okay. And so he goes, put your hand out so you can see kind of, like, what it's going to be like. And she goes, okay. And then, like, he gets one of those horsewippy things and just goes, the guy who hit me with the bat (laughs) hit me fucking harder than Christian Dre hit that bitch, right? So. They get their crinky fucking freakazoid hetero shit on. And then like she's trying to pry into his life and he's adopted and his mother was a crackhead, the one who died. And that's how he got adopted. Right. And she's like, tell me more about it. And he's like, I don't want to tell you shit. And I don't want you to fucking touch me. So all she does is ask him about his life and then try and touch him where he says, don't touch me. Whatever happened to no, no means no. (laughs) <laughs> he's like don't touch my chest so she goes and puts her hands on his head sh- and he's like i told you don't touch my ch- chest so she kid. like no means no doesn't matter the role reversal or anything like this no means no right mm-hmm. so she's still like i can still fix him i can make sure that he's not a kinkazoid freakazoid all of this other stuff azoid and so they get into this big argument and she's like oh for whatever i can't even remember the reason now i probably could but i can't well, if you really want me and you really want to do this, you really have to show me how bad it gets like this. And he goes, okay, bitch, get into the red room. So she goes into the red room and he fucking ties her down to this table, right? Pulls her fucking pants down and then gets like the cat of nine tails and goes like this. Now I'm going to hit you six times. So he tells her how much he's going to hit her. So she's like, well, I know how much to expect now. So one of the good things is I will give this to him, right? Every time they did Rudy Nudie time, he whipped out the condom, put the packet in his mouth, ripped it out, and, you know, suited up. Bless his heart. <laughs> so when it comes to the kinky crap, he's, and he says to her, like, have you got your safe word? Your safe words are, yeah, irre- what is that? Yellow and red, mm-hmm. right? This features quite prominently in my synopsis further on down the track,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So, He's got a lane down. I think he's tied her down. Whatever it is, he's taken the knickers off. All of this other stuff. He's got the cat and nine tails. Fucking not cowboy style, but he should have been like, yeah, like type thing. And then he hits her hard on the backside. But you know, people's backsides can take quite a bit, right? You know,
0: especially like, if you're expecting it.
1: It's right, 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 because you can kind of clench your butt cheeks and shit. Like, come on, let's be honest, toughen up the meat and, and everything, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, "What?" Oh. two, three, and then she gets to like four, five, and six, (laughs) She's like, Now, keep in mind, okay, we've established, he's fucking signed this contract, right? So he fucking smacks her for the sixth time. She's crying, right? He says, are you okay? Gets her back up again, and she says, get your hands off me. I'm fucking out of here, right? He told her she was into the kinky shit. She honestly thought that she could change him. And all it is, and then when he goes, okay, this is what I do. This is what you signed on for. She's like, nah, it peels <laughs> off, right? And fucks off. And as she's leaving in the elevator, right? He comes over and he's like, well, what's her name again? Anna, Anastasia. And he goes like, Anastasia, like this. And she's like, no. And the door's closed now. And that's the end of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Here is my thing. Don't have a fucking safe word unless you're going to use it right? When the elevator doors were uh, just about to close and he's like, Anastasia, she should have gone red and let the doors close. Okay. Stupid bitch. Now there are several other things. There are a couple of other things that I would like to also mention. The guy is a billionaire, right? All through the movie, she's holding a fucking flip phone, right? She says her computer's not working or whatever it is. He buys her, billionaire dude, where, like, 1500, 1600 bucks is like pulling a $1 coin out of our pocket, mm-hmm. buys her a fucking laptop and gets all set up, but ke- lets her keep the fucking shit phone. <laughs> right? Apple plug product on the screen and all of this, but she keeps the shit flip phone, doesn't even get her like a fucking Apple iPhone 6 or 7 or whatever it was at the time. So I ended up watching the other two. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I watched I watched uh two and a half of them yesterday and watched the last half of the third movie this morning, right? <laughs> now, now I'm I'm gonna rate it and I'm gonna be fair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Please do not let the fact that I watched the other two make you think that I like the movie. <laughs> I just wanted because Marsha Gay hardens in it.
0: She's oh, his mother, the mum, yeah.
1: Right? And I love her. And then Kim Bassinger. She wasn't in the first one, but she ended up being in the second one, which made me want to watch the third one, right, because mm-hmm. those two were in it. Now, Dakota Johnson, I acted better pretending to be straight.
0: Yeah, I I'm I'm, I'm, wasn't a huge fan of the casting no. of her.
1: No, but I did notice in I think it was the second or the third movie where she takes over the publishing place. Mm-hmm. Where the girl says to her, oh, do you want me to get your coffee? And she goes, I only want you to get me a coffee if you're fetching one for yourself. And we'll figure this out how it goes along. Right. So Mm -hmm. her mother is Melanie Griffith.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: Right. So Melanie Griffith did a movie called Working Girl around 85, 86. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I believe I could be wrong, but I actually believe she won the Academy Award for it. It's actually in, it's from Working Girl. Okay. It's from Mummy's Movie, right? Mummy's Movie. So Dakota Johnson, can't act for shit, right? Sounds, is is monotone throughout the whole thing, whether she's upset or not, Mm -hmm. right? I am of the Lesbonans, does nothing for me. Nothing at all. The dude who played Christian Grey what was her name is Anastasia Steele like this directly this was just industrial strength Mills and Boone and Harlequin romance yeah pretty much and when I say industrial strength because it had the kink in it and you saw like naughty scenes right but they weren't that bad
0: no they weren't I think they go into a little bit more depth in the book
1: and what I can't understand is I did a quick Google while I was watching it and this movie alone made $525 million in the U S box office. Mm-hmm. Now this is because people whose kids have left home. So they get their income to themselves. People who don't have kids, kids have a job, have some money who are lonely or people who are retired fucking had nothing better to do and went and went, went and saw this movie. I think the reason why I ended up watching the other two were because I was interested from a psychological point of view about why Christian was the way that he was mm. and all of this. Oh, and then you find out, uh, I forgot this. And then you find out that the reason why he's a kinkazoid is because his mom's friend was jumping on him when he was 15. Yep. Tim Bassinger should be in jail, plain and simple. However, so you go, okay, well, he's fucked up because, of, you know, whatever. Yeah. But there were several problems for me. Obviously, the laptop and the phone were one. But the other thing was this is, and this is why this, it was titled under romance. Okay, maybe. But one of the issues that I have is that it. Helps propagate the theory that if the right woman comes along, a douchebag of a man's going to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The problem is that when you get to movies two and three, he changes. Not yeah. everything about him, but he does change. No. But here's the thing that I will give him. Right? He's going like, "I'm an asshole. Don't come near me. Like I'm bad for you," and all of this other stuff. He was actually quite a lovely guy when he wasn't being a fuckwit. So, but it, but what it does is it shows young women that this guy may be a prick and may be an asshole to you and may treat you like shit. But if you keep putting in that effort, mm. he's gonna end up being an okay daddy. I'm gonna rate it. I'm actually, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm actually rating the series as a whole. Okay. So, like, the first movie itself, toast and a half okay okay i think i'm going to rate the all three and i know this was not my assignment but i did it for extra credit yep i'm probably going to give it three slices okay for the whole thing i i was getting to the point where i hope i hope she's going to be okay like when he was in the helicopter thing in maybe the second movie i I hope he's going to be okay and by the third one when she's getting kicked in the gut and stuff i'm like i hope the baby's going to be okay (laughs) and then they got married in it where i was just that's where the romantic heart went oh she did change him (laughs) (laughs) oh you grew (laughs) attached oh she did change him but not by much because the third movie ends with her bloody kneeling on the floor in the red room going yes sir no sir
0: yeah what have you got for me this week let me guess Working material Girl. Girls. Oh, Working Girls, Material girl. Sorry, that was Working girl. name working last girl. Working yep. Girl. Uh,
1: you actually had, I had a choice of two other things and I was ready to say it. And then when we started with the whole thing. Me... What about Paul?
0: Who? Paul. What's that? It's another movie with Simon Pegg and what's his face and Paul's the alien.
1: I think by the look on my face, i have pretty much given you your answer.
0: No, haven't seen it. Okay, Paul. Yes, is... I'm watching Paul, Paul, as in Paul. Paul.
1: Yes. Okay. It's
0: a bit of silly, bit of fun. I don't mind silly and fun. Yeah, you like Simon Pegg, so I'm, I'm expecting you to like it. Not, not a lot, but i you know, mid range, two and a half. Mid range, to three toes. Yeah. Well, were you surprised by my three
1: toasts for Fifty Shades of Bullshit? Surprised.
0: Yeah, because it would have been one and a half if it was just the first one.
1: But it got me. So the other half, the one, the other one and a half were a combination for the other two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that gives you an indication. But if somebody said to me, Have you seen 50 Shades of Grey? Obviously, the answer is now going to be yes. Mm-hmm. And they're going to say to you, Did you like it? And I'm going to be like, I didn't hate it. Yeah.
0: Mm. All right. Speaking of a strange episode, things to watch, good segue, not really, but anyway, moving on, Drag Race UK. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Drag Race UK. It was it an
0: interesting episode? No matter how mm. much Googling I did, I can't find out why RuPaul wasn't there. They haven't released no. a statement yet. No. No.
1: Um, but it was the... <laughs> Drag up people episode, drag up other people. And this week they decided to drag up the Queen team, which is a lovely bunch of ladies who look after all of the drag queens and everything behind the scenes.
0: Look, I wasn't too impressed. Not because and I'm gonna say I'm not impressed because they were mostly all feminine, because I'm pretty sure some of them don't identify as all female. I'm I'm unsure of that. I, I couldn't remember. There were a couple of lezos in there. I'm a little disappointed that they were all feminine because I find that men are a bit more challenging to, to drag up, especially if they've never done it before. So it gives them more of a challenge because they have to, you know, teach them how to walk properly and teach them how to walk in heels and all that kind of stuff. So I was a little disappointed. I, I think that, you know, it was, it was still fun. But I, mm-hmm. I I was looking for the butch straight men just wanting to be dragged out. That's what I was missing.
1: Ladies are allowed to get dragged out too. Ladies, why, of you, course. why are you such a hater?
0: Not a hater. I think that they're allowed to get dragged out. I agree. I just think it would have been more of a challenge. Especially for people who don't usually paint other people. Mm.
1: There was a lovely moment between um Black Pepper
0: yeah. and no one. It actually made me like black Sad pepper but. a bit more.
1: Yeah, I had the same for yeah. I, I know it's I'm going to say it's a problem. I had the same problem too because I <laughs> haven't wanted to like her. I mean, I'm not going to ever going to be on the black pepper train. As I said last week or whatever it was the week before, I don't even like pepper in my food.
0: When so. when Raven and Mystique were having that conversation, I love, I love Raven. That was such a nice moment when Raven was like you don't want to wear a beard that's okay but also fuck everybody else like and I thought that you would relate to this due to your other issues with the toilet like people misgendering you uh
1: yeah I guess so but um I'm one of those ones where I I don't give two shits so if you wanted to drag me out and put a beard on me I wouldn't
0: fucking care no but I think that I think that they knew that there was an issue. They Oh, the producers obviously knew. They wanted to bring that story out. But you, I guess if you had experienced, and you have, but I wouldn't say it's, well, it's a little bit traumatic for you because you sometimes get anxiety about it, like going to the bathroom. So there is still that little bit of trauma. And they 100% if you were on that show, they would have dragged that out of you. Yeah like they did with Jimmy saying that he's better than his sister. <laughs> so yeah. they would they have dragged that out of you for sure.
1: Oh, for sure. And I, I, I did, I mean, obviously when they were talking about it and stuff, I immediately went to the experiences that I've had. Yeah. What it comes down to, and I, I'll get serious just for a second here, what it comes down to is you have this, and it's not even an irrational fear because it's, Almost like secondary PTSD. And so it's a case of, it, are they physically going to force me out of this bathroom?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like how far, and you don't know how far and someone's you, and willing to go. You don't know.
1: No. You don't know. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going in there, somebody thinks that I'm male, you know, i got my Dax down, you know, I'm, I'm dropping the kids off at the pool and then like the door's getting broken down by the police. You know that, what I mean? Like, it, that's yeah. and but it, but it has happened. Yeah, not to me, not to me. No, 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 but no of course it has yeah. happened.
0: So, you and know, that's and- your like um, most vulnerable moment. That's why yeah. do- dogs yeah. tend to stand outside the bathroom when you're going to the bathroom because that's a pack mentality that yeah. they're actually trying to protect you whilst you're most yeah. vulnerable.
1: People don't realize the impact of getting called out when you're going into the bathroom to begin with. Mm. It's also a case of people who do that. Don't think about the repercussions for that person when they walk in and that bathroom st- that, that it's full. Yeah. And you've got to stand there and you know, if you have to stand in line or whatever it is, you you kind of stand with your head down because you just don't want anybody to say anything or anything like that. Mm. It's very hard. It's very, very hard. And, you know, some people think the voice is going to be a giveaway and they go, oh, you sound like female. Well, how many, you know, drag queens do we know or even people in general do we know who are male and present as male but have more feminine sounding voices than you and I do? Yeah. It's actually quite difficult. And I so I understand where she's coming from. Mm -hmm. I get all of that. However, that doesn't define me. No. And that doesn't define me as a person. So if you want to drag me up and put a beard on me, knock yourself out, I'm going to fucking rock it.
0: I mean, whatever you know? fucking bathroom I want.
1: Yeah. So they make up the chicks, the girls, the queen team. Oh, can I just say that I love the whole thing between Jeddah Gorgeous and Brie Gorgeous.
0: Yeah. They were my favourite. I picked them to win from the start. Same. Shedda can do no wrong, I feel. Danny Beard was my second pick, so they were top two. I didn't pick Pixie Polite to be in the bottom until I realised that, yes, the makeup was crap. It was bad on the yeah. – and then
1: what made it even worse was when the chick goes, oh, I reckon I look older in drag.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You're like nail, coffin, tap, yeah. tap, tap. It's
0: because cause you do, like she did not contour yeah, that but, well.
1: But she, the, the nose, it looked like somebody a had taken nose. a dump and wiped their ass right down the center of her nose. It was really
0: Yeah. So and Pixie and got was, uh, close. Got close. Get close. And lipstick was eh. Uh, yeah, lipstick was uh, they were getting a little bit shady and untucked though. Uh
1: Pixie polite, not so polite. Pixie yeah. was going for John Burst.
0: Yeah, but I think that's because Pixie knew she was in the bottom. John Buzz, no
1: repeater badges, mm. manages yet again to sail on through.
0: Well, I still think he did better than the other two. I agree. I agree. But John Buzz
1: has the makeup skills improved. I don't know. Nothing else has. I hated um, the outfits. Yeah, so did
0: I. I thought he should have replaced Pixie because Pixie, I loved the outfits, but it was all about sort of the paint because that's the hardest part. And then even I think she got picked for pads, her hip pads. The padding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But
1: um, I loved Danny Beards and I loved Cheddar Gorgeous and I am still team Danny Beard. But I think they're going to be in the top two. I think they're going to be two of the top three.
0: And so by Dakota Shiffa, learn
1: how bye to paint Dakota, your face. Learn how to paint. Well, learn how to put paint on your face, like mm-hmm. not just how to paint your face, but actually apply the makeup. Yeah. However, I actually was a little bit sad because I started to really like Dakota. No. And I didn't care for Dakota in the first few episodes, but then I started to really like her. And then this is what happened, right? This is my thinking. She goes like she has this show has made me feel more confident. I'm more confident in myself. And I literally went like this, bye. <laughs> so, yeah, as soon as they make big, bold, sweeping statements yeah. like that, they're out the door. So I'm going top three. Top three, uh, Cheddar Cheese. Sorry, Cheddar, cheddar Gorgeous. Sorry, you that, you was... miss
0: up Le Fleur and Le Phil, but now we are oh, going to oh, do Cheddar, cheddar Remember I
1: asked last week if uh, Le Fleur was sanitary napkins? Yeah. It's Libre Fleur. <laughs> <laughs> it's Libra Fleur. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, Cheddar gorgeous. Keep the mark. Uh, Danny Beard. I think Johnba's blonde. No, I'm still going Pixie. I they need. To, I think either Pixie or Black Pepper's going next week.
0: No, I'm no. going to say. Still, I'm going to say Black Pepper and Johnba's in bottom two. Yep, Black Pepper and jumbas in the bottom.
1: I and put I think- Black Pepper in the bottom because Black Pepper is not funny, has absolutely no sense of humour, can't act for shit, will be in the bottom. She would well just, like, start preparing the lip sync now. It just
0: depends. It'll depend on Pixie's part and it'll depend on Jonba's part. And so I think those, it'll be a toss-up between Pixie and Jamba's of who's in the bottom. I'm hoping it's Jamba's because I don't really like Jamba's. And I still think Black Pepper will go home. Gotta hope so. So. Hero Huggers by Rennie Hero Huggers by Rennie Get them on Etsy You get her books Parade Pandemonium The Fabulous Story of Wonder Mama The Fabulous Story of Wonder Mama And It's Okay to Be Me Mm -hmm. Get the signed versions on Etsy Etsy
1: Fabulous Wonder Mama Deserves everything in a good way Coming to her please it's Christmas it's coming up to Christmas now so you need to think about what you're going to buy nieces and relatives and nephews and all of those who do not identify as a gender
0: coming up to the pageant of the local drag shows
1: Ah, uh, we've got uh Death Becomes Her with Ellawarra and Roxy Horror at the Vault on the 19th of November tickets are 35 dollars Charismatic will be performing in Soiree the Drag Circus Dinner Cabaret on November 11th at Club York in Sydney. Every Wednesday from 7pm, Maxi Shield hosts the Big Fact Hunt Trivia Night at the King's Cross Hotel. Karen from Finance will be at the Factory in Marrickville on the 24th of November at 8pm. Tickets are available on livenation.com.au. And celebrating their Silver Jubilee, we have Vanity and Maxi Shield at the Beresford upstairs, 4th of December. Tickets are available through ITD events. And they will also be at Chase's Nightclub in Melbourne on December 2nd and Mary's Poppin' on December 3rd. Those tickets are also through ITD events. Please get into it. They need some money so they can actually have, like, some time off over Christmas and be able to do stuff. So, please get it done.
0: So, if any drag queens want to come on the show, just message us on our instas or our drag me out official instas. Check us out on TikTok. Don't care how long you've been doing drag for. Don't care. We'll talk to you. Talk about anything. You just want to get to know you and have other people know you.
1: Yep. Don't forget on uh, YouTube to watch us. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. So, yeah, don't forget to hit us on Instagram at dragmeartificial. Uh, Send us uh, a little DM. I actually found out the other day that DM is direct message. Really? I thought it was discreet message. (laughs) You're an idiot. Shut up. <laughs> if you don't want to talk to Haley and you just want to talk to me, like hit me up on my Insta. If you don't want to talk to me and you want to talk to Haley, hit her up on her Insta and then we'll just talk shit about you. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, you can hit us up uh, that way as well. So that's us for another week. But So we're actually coming up to the last few weeks of this season
0: mm-hmm.
1: of Drag Me Out. So we have to start looking into the Christmassy things and stuff. Now would be the time to suggest that i said that I wouldn't have any problems wearing a beard. So if you want me to dress as fucking Santa Claus, like get the request in because I'm not just going to do it for the sake of doing it. We will see everybody next week. Thank you for watching and listening. Bye.
0: Bye.